This week's episode of the award-winning, multiple award-winning Here For It podcast is brought to you by Challenges. Challenges at the bank. Challenges at the job. Challenges at the bottle tops. Challenges to getting heaven. <laughs> this challenge um, was started and ended almost simultaneously because... I don't know who started the bottle top challenge, but Mariah Carey got a hold to that bitch and said, Haha, let me out of bitch. And um, it has already been finished. Finish her has happened. It was Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. It was nothing but murder uh, that Mariah Carey did to that bottle top of it looked like champagne. Um, there is all kinds of different ways that... Um, Apparently, people were kicking bottle tops off of bottles and karate chopping and all of those wonderful things. It was a big boy. I was like, oh, he cute. Then he turned around and pooed it. I was like, ah! Did the bottle top come off, though? <laughs> yeah, it did. Oh. <laughs> he turned around and pooed it. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay. That's different. I didn't see that one. <laughs> um, typically, I just bless the bottle and I drink it. I don't have to do all the shenanigans to the top of the bottle. What are y'all doing? But, I mean, this is cute for challenges. I'm here for it. I mean, I guess Mariah Mariah obviously sings to a level that she can blow the tops off of Maybachs and bottles. All right, now. I took the top off the Maybach. Hey. I took the top off the Maybach. Um, So, we addressed another challenge in our Patreon content. If you would like to hear the other challenge that we addressed, oh. you can get over to our Patreon right now. Okay. That is going to be in our description. <laughs> okay. I am the Superman T-H-E-E-S-U-P-A-M-A-N, a.k.a. the master of the Upside Down, and B.K.A. Kamala Harris's running mate. My name is Ronald Matters. Find me on the internet at Ronald Matters, a.k.a. the girl that just got back from vacation, so I don't know what new policies y'all have implemented because I wasn't here. And um, be, um, girl, what? Where y'all start their policy? <laughs> when did it become the new policy? Oh, I just got back from vacation. Go to HR. <laughs> just go to HR. <laughs> I just got back from vacation. You know how the girls, oh, well, you know, like, I just got back from vacation. <sighs> You have 172 <laughs> emails, Karen. Get on it. I just got back from vacation, so I don't know. No. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> no. I just got back. So, and you can find me in the bathhouse. <laughs> We're going to get there. <laughs> We're going to get there. Um, our icebreaker this week is, I know back in the day, in my younger kitten days, Okay. I would come up with fake club names before I went into the club. I think club. we talked about this before. We have. Not on here, though. Okay. Um, And I would have, like, different club names for different club environments if I'm going to something local. We have discussed or... this on here before. Nope. I remember discussing this with you in your face. But we we can do it again because the, the, the genuine listeners will know what our answers are. So, listeners, it's not a test for us. It's a test for you. Okay. Um, With that being said... What is your fake club name and what would you like your fake club name to be in the future? I've always said that my fake name is Eric. I have never heard you say that before. <laughs> yeah, I want it to be real generic, something non-rememberable. You have never said that in that person is, in the club is, before. That is my fake name. Okay. Well, I have not said that in the club with you. Okay. You That's said, the only time you go to the club. Because when you come around in our in the cities that we be in, I'm like, oh, okay, Superman done pulled a cute boy over here. Let me... 
Hey, and you gotta tell me your real name. My name is Ronald Mattis. <laughs> if you know me, you know I'll do a little vlog situation. So, uh, but with my other friends, they be like, okay, so he work at the coal mines, and um, they don't got no benefits. And I'm like, so you work at the coal mines and they got benefits? Trump is president. Trump said he was gonna get benefits for y'all. Okay, so you. Not a part of a union. Okay. Oh, nothing. You don't got no, no goals. My name Eric. Mm. It'd be different. It'd be like. Mm. But you got to figure all that out before you can <laughs> You work in name. fossil fuels. I uh, mean, it usually presents itself. In shout out to our listeners that work in fossil fuels. <laughs> Thank you so much. It pre- well, We now, love these low ass uh, gas prices. No, no, no. I want to say no. <laughs> no. But you know, the girls are not saying like I work at Chevron and girl, I'm a director of a something down to the Chevron. The girls are low level. Wow. And I'm low level as well. Okay. So since you think you remember this question, what Ooh. is my answer? Um You look like a Keith. <laughs> no. It has never been that. It ain't never been no damn Keith. It has never been that. <laughs> my club name was Ty. Uh-huh. Yep. Because it rhymes with my last name, and so I could always remember it. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be in the club trying to remember what my club name is. <laughs> and I'm like, Thomas, huh? that's not what you said earlier. Too many syllables. <laughs> Shit. So I just roll with Ty. Yeah. Like, Ty. What's your name, sir? I'm Ty. And so now going forward, I don't use Ty no more because that's played out. World renowned. Yeah. I used, to use that, I used that as sizzle too much. So now I just go with Damien. You look like a fucking Damien. I was supposed to be named a Damien. Damn, you look like a Damien. I was supposed to be named Damien. Damien was with my this mo- new haircut. Damien was Premier my mo- Damien was my mother's first choice for my name, and this is in my book. FYI, I'm giving y'all a sneak peek. Um, Damien was my mother's first choice for my name, and then um, the Omen came out. Came out. <laughs> the Omen was the movie where Damien was the Antichrist. Oh, <laughs> I ain't seen that. Oh, girl. Oh, girl. you never seen the Omen? We was Christians, where. I- I went to I went to church three times. Oh, you got to you know you got to see the Omen. We didn't go to no shit like that. No, now. you got to see the Omen. The Omen was a great movie. It came out of seventy eight, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was born in eighty five. It had to come out in eighty four. Well, if it 85. was a movie she saw, it had to sit in her spirit first. No, she saw it like when she was pregnant with me. Okay, and was like, oh no, I can't name this baby Damien <laughs> <laughs> because Damien is the fucking antichrist, and we're not doing oh. that over here. Uh, and then my grandmother wouldn't know. This is it. new news to me. That it's in my book. Oh, 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 oh. Even I got to wait for the book. Yes. I got to wait for the book. But the full story will mean so much more when you actually read the book. Anyway, so now I go by Damien because that's what my name is in my book. And then I do treacherous things in my book. So I'm that real person. Well, you're, you're your natural self still. Yeah. Just under a different moniker. Absolutely. So <laughs> fake club names. Um, submit your fake club names to us. On Twitter or on Instagram or even on our Facebook page, I want to know what your fake club names are. Yeah, I, so I can still keep. Do I look like an Eric? No. What do I look like? Mm. You gotta. Deontay. Make it ghetto. Ooh, ooh, apostrophe. I'm trying to be like Beyonce. Yeah, Deontay. You got apostrophe at the end. As long as you get the apostrophe. Yeah. Deontay. You can be a Deontay. That's kind of gay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right in line. <laughs> String bottom name Deontay. What? Gay. Gay AF. Think you just found your name. Um, <laughs> our word of the day this I'm week. I'm excited about this book. Do we have a premiere date? We still wait. I don't. It's in the works. Um, holiday soon. season. Coming soon. Yeah, you'll be I able to pre order it. You'll be able to pre order it. Oh, we for might. Holidays. Okay. 
Shout out. You'll be able to pre-order for those. Um, our word of the day this week is the double tunnel plug. Okay, a double. This feels like bisexuality. <laughs> a boy and a girl. Mm. No, two boys on a girl. Is mm. that what this is? Uh, I mean, I guess you could do that. So you said a double tunnel. Yeah, the double tunnel plug. Sounds like so, Mr. Marcus and Nat Turner mm. is present. Ooh. This our present subject verb agreement. Our present I with. Like, I feel like that's a video already. Is that a video? Multiple. Mm. Or Bless with him. the other person that's um, anti homo. Oh, Wesley Jay Pipes. Slayer. Oh, damn. Jay he has Slayer's such a pretty dick to be so am- and a cute butt. Mm. Bless the Jesus. Um, <laughs> <laughs> moving along from that, that tangent, topic. our word of the day, the double tunnel plug, uh, is a butt plug that features two plugs that slightly taper to the tip of the plug that goes on the inside of your butt. So think of a regular butt plug, but it's hollowed it out. It's in the butt, uh-huh. and it's an extra plug. It's an extra tickle. It's an extra hole in the butt plug. So you can put the butt plug in you, uh-huh. and then there's a hole for you to put someone else's penis or a toy inside the butt plug that is going inside you. Because when your hole wore out, Trey gonna need another hole. Exactly. That that's where we're going. Play in. That's where we're going. So for the wide set vagina girls <laughs> <laughs> that have been maybe around a couple blocks too It's many. a new sign in on my Netflix account. Who on my Netflix account? Not it. Um, <clears throat> there's a toy for you. <laughs> so if you feel like you have gotten the complaint that um, your walls may not have been as tight as they were when you were 23. Mm. This is a toy for you. It's a great toy. It's they just, still had walls when they were 23? That could be the shade. It's not shade if she knows it. Yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace, Dorian Corey. Um, this could be the toy for you. And, you know, if you're um, a senior gay that's been around for a while, this is a great toy to make you feel like you got power over someone um, mm-hmm. that is fucking you, and you don't have to feel. I um, can keep my walls. Yeah, you don't have to feel ashamed. Um, you can feel more empowered by using a toy that can give this person the um, grip that they're looking for in sex without losing your actual grip. Okay. So it is called again. The How word much of the it day. costs? Do you got a? Um, there's a range. Some of the cheaper ones that I saw were like twenty dollars. Some of the more expensive ones were like seventy dollars. Oh, you saw these? Yeah. I do research. Slut. Uh, <laughs> that's what they call us. Most I'm judging time. you. And what purpose? For uh, no purpose. Again, the word of the day is the double tunnel plug. Double tunnel. Okay. Um, support for this ghetto-ass podcast <laughs> comes from a few select donors that love what we do and want to continue um, supporting what we do and us going forward. But we cannot do it without them and without you. So if you would like to continue this podcast, um, please get over to our Patreon for at least $1 a month. You can be one of our patrons, get exclusive content before anyone gets content. We recorded content tonight that people already got tonight before the episode even airs. And so you, for at least $1 a month, I know you hoes got a dollar, can be over on our Patreon. If you do not have a dollar, please um, make sure you like this episode make sure you share this episode with your communities on the internet and on social media um and make sure you comment and tell us your club names that's the least you can do we're also 
um, putting together a new segment that you came up with. What's it called? Read it or review it. So if you have something that, um, you know, we have some listeners that see stuff before we see stuff or and around send us the same the link to it. What y'all think about this? So let us know what you feel like we should read or review. Or if you have products or black organizations that you think that we should go and look at, maybe purchase something, uh, use it. We we did um, um, a sponsorship with... Um, Damn, what was the masturbation toy? Oh, yeah, Chakra. Chakra, Chakra Ups. Um, so we reviewed Chakra Ups before because other listeners talk, told us about it. because they And that wasn't cheap, so we definitely no. got to do it because our Patreon subscribers gave us the coin to go get the product. Right, 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 right. And so we can do that with any other product. Tell us, hey, listen, you guys should check this out. Uh, yeah. We're obviously very much into skincare because we're superficial gays. And um, we like scents, we like clothes, um, we like underwear. And Beyonce. And Beyonce. That's it. (laughs) So so if you would like us to read or review something, we will do it on Patreon directly for our patrons. Um, And our affirmation this week is trust and listen to the patterns of your life. Nothing is a mistake. God is not subtle when telling you the direction that he wants you to go in. We sometimes are very stubborn, however. I don't want to take this test. Yes. I don't want to go through this test. And he's shown you so many signs and so many patterns that that's where your ass need to fucking ma'am, be. You need to take the GRE, ma'am. The GRE is it. Colonoscopy could be it as well. Oh, ooh, for some of these girls. Um, <clears throat> to quote Ludacris, move, bitch. Get out of your own way. That's exactly what he said. I remember that quote, that verse. Do not trip over your own dick in this marathon that we call life. That is our affirmation this week. Um, our tepid topics begin with um, the last time you heard from us, because I can't say last week, because it well, last week. <laughs> Thank you guys for being graceful in our vacation. Um, the last time that y'all heard from us, we were talking about the insane amount of fighting that's been going on in the community. The girls was fighting it. Oh, we're going to talk about it. Yeah, no, we're not. We're actually not. We're going to talk about a equal, equally vile story, but okay. how it had a good outcome. Oh. So fighting still continues at all the gay bars and clubs throughout D.C. and across the country, apparently. Mm-hmm. And y'all girls are still video videotaping it. And Instead of breaking up the fights. Right. Um... But I wanted to highlight, like I said, a vile moment that uh, could have been worse, but thankfully bystanders got involved and called the police and nothing was escalated. Um, So the story actually was in Barcelona. Uh, There is a young man. Yes. Uh, It was during Pride. Oh, I saw the pictures. I didn't see the video. Oh, the video is horrific. Oh. Um, There's a young man wearing his jean booty shorts. My sister. Got on her coochie cutters. Up to his coochie. Got on a neon. um, A highlighter yellow. Tank. Tank top on. Barely there. And he is at Burger King getting a piece of burger after the Pride events. Ain't bothering nobody. Ain't bothering nobody. Just is just being there and standing in his gay truth and self. Trying this to get other young two. man, no pause. <laughs> this other young man uh, decides that this is just too gay for him to Trade be in the presence. Up in his all black, sir. You got so much fabric, I can't even see you. <laughs> 
Um, <clears throat> there was cell phone footage of the the man in all black approaching the victim in a neon yellow uh, tank. tank top, distressed denim shorts, and um, trying to incite a fight and telling him that he would um, punch the gay out of him. Quote: I don't care if you're queer. Quote, I really have to put up with a guy telling me that I can't dress like this is what the victim complained about. Um, he also told him it's gay pride day. Like, I'm supposed to be out here being gay. It's pride. The, the problem is not me. The problem Girl, is we got a We got a permit down to the <laughs> county office. What are you doing? What are you doing? The man replied, I don't care what day it is. It's also a good day to punch you. Do you want to see? I'm gonna beat you Do until you wanna you, see. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna this beat like you. Jail time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna beat you until you become heterosexual. I have oh. seen a lot of beatings. I have given oh. a lot of beatings. My mama has given me a lot of beatings. Me as well. And turning heterosexual from those things. It didn't I'm a strict bottom. It don't, I, it don't happen. It, it didn't work. It don't happen. It didn't work. Um when you go out, I'm going to hit you so hard your queerness will disappear. Is what the attacker was um He was drinking Burnett's. <laughs> he had saying, been drinking something. Saying to the person. He'd be drinking a cheap bourbon. So <clears throat> the local media reported that the police quickly arrived at the scene after a bystander called the police and and, and jumped in between the two and broke up the altercation, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. It was really an aggressor Thank God and just a regular it's person. Only a quote unquote altercation. Right, 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 right. And so, so my sister was not gonna win. No shade. No shit. You don't know. Sauce. You don't know. She might know Muay Thai. And Muay Thai means I can I break your fucking teeth. <laughs> it's I'm a like, martial <laughs> art means I can break your teeth and punch your nose down your goddamn throat before you start breathing. I don't know what that is. But it sounds classy. <laughs> it is. Um and so you never know. Don't just Shout out to my stubborn. sister down. She's like, girl, we got a permit for this. I can wear my neon and my coochie cutters. This not Kenya. Yeah. This and not so, Botswana, because you know the girls in Botswana still gave them gay rights and now they trying to take the rights back. Ma'am, the courts gave us our rights, but anyway. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so luckily, like I said, that has a happy ending where it could have ended a lot worse. Um, mm-hmm. Thankfully, it did not. And we here in the United States should definitely take that as a good sign of what we can do to stop this violence and be more proactive in saving our own community from having records and losing teeth. Next... Wendy's Hot Girl Summer is goals. Are you sure? Yeah, I am, actually. Okay, tell me more. Yeah. I'm here for it. Um, <clears throat> Though she's 50, she is still partying like she's, she's 25. 52? Yeah. 52, yeah. yeah 50, 52. That's, that's the range. Yeah. That's the range. <laughs> okay. She's still partying like she's 25. She has a new man. We don't know exactly who he is yet. Uh-huh. She said that he's a doctor, and then the doctor that we said that we thought that he might be came out and said, "No, girl, I'm not dating her." No, 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 no. Back to the Little Mermaid. No. Okay. Anyway, we get to the Little Mermaid in a minute, I think. Um, I loved seeing her travel, and I loved seeing her be happy, interacting with all these different celebrities that she reads on a daily basis. And so I thought it was a good summer breather for her because one thing she said in the video that I thought was extremely important was she was coming unraveled herself and she needed a moment to breathe and to step away from what she was doing in her day job which directly reflects from the affirmation that we had for for you guys last episode was if you don't take a break you will break down and 
she was literally saying she was at the moment at the edge of breaking down and took a break and found herself in fucking Kim Kardashian's house and in Idaho. No one would have predicted she would be at Kim Kardashian's house or in Idaho, but that's where she was. She needed that break, so she did not break down. And so her hot girl summer is a goal because we should all want and aspire to that because our, our jobs, um, our relationships, our friendships all can take us to those points. And you don't want to get to the point of breaking down when you can just take a breath and take a break and continue the marathon. Come on. So I'm excited about her hot girl summer. Um, I'm glad that she is happy, happy seemingly, and um, back to work at least. Um, the next story, I can't remember talking about it on YouTube. I don't know if we ever talked about it on here for a podcast, but we will talk about it on here for a podcast on today. Ta-da! Tiger Mandingo. Do you Ooh. remember Tiger Mandingo? Oh, the black guy who had been charged with... He was a college student. Mm-hmm. He had been charged with a rape. I don't remember. He was a the, football player. He was charged with something. Okay, I'm fuzzy. No pause. So, he was having unprotected sex with white boys and, and girls. And he was HIV, HIV positive. positive. Right. And so, they wanted to charge him with exposing the community to the virus. Yes. Yes, that's it. Not okay. one or two, they did. Ooh-ooh. He got convicted and was sent to jail for 30 years. <clears throat> and then they were like, that's excessive. Uh, the the charges were overturned. Mm-hmm. He is now a free man as of yesterday. Oh, he just got out of jail. They overturned the charges, uh, I want to say, like, a year ago. Oh. It was like a year ago, but the attorneys were still doing attorney lingo mm-hmm. and all that mm-hmm. shit. Paperwork. He just finally got He finally got out of jail. He only served five years of the 30-year sentence. Um, but I thought it was an important story for us to talk about because <clears throat> it is a moment in time where we're seeing the decriminalization of HIV positive people because at the time everyone was so up in arms about putting this black man in jail because how dare he predator mode um expose these white girls to HIV and then of course once everything came out and the story hit these white girls was white girls and boys and i mean that in literally and figuratively <laughs> i mean that in both ways <clears throat> we're on these um raw sex sites Asking for raw sex, soliciting him for raw sex, and then when they got the raw sex that they were asking for, and asking for them, asking for him to nut in them, and then they got all of that, and then when HIV came along with it, it was like, oh my god, what do you mean? I am a victim. Um, and this black man went to jail behind that victimhood of I'm not people not protecting themselves or being proactive in protecting themselves. Uh-huh. And not accepting the consequences that come with that, because and wanting he's to cute, he's got big muscles and a big ass dick. They put that on trial, and you like what kind of oil sheen he used? Like, why do you use oil sheen on your body, girl? Because the sheen be different, the shine be different, the skin pops. Yeah. Um, what kind of body oil you got? This was also in the state of Missouri, which the abortion laws there. I don't even know. Problematic as fuck. Um, again, his real name is Michael Johnson. Ah, shout out to Michael. 
Michael Johnson. <clears throat> but the story is famous for his online name, which is Ooh. Tiger Mandingo, for obvious reasons. Exposing people to HIV. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was a great story because um, he's going to get some semblance of a life back. Um, even, you know, he's HIV positive. Uh, he probably will not be able to play football again. Hopefully he'll be able to get back into college or find some other work. But at least he's no longer in jail. Activism for, could be a really good, for, profitable for him. Yeah, uh, yeah. Pay Hopefully, his bills and be a not a martyr, but a something. Oh, I'm sorry, I got that wrong. He was a college wrestler, not a football player. Oh yeah, wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in the sports. I don't know. Yeah, he was I can't popular in college. Differentiate the sports. So he was popular know. in college for the sport. Anyway, um, I thought it was important that Busby was covering it because these things are the ones that get swept under the rug and. Mainstream media will talk about it when we're I had convicting. not seen it before you just mentioned it. Right, that's why we're mentioning it here. Because <laughs> <clears throat> mainstream will talk about it and cover it when we're putting him behind bars, but won't talk about his acquittal and Ooh. the sentence being overturned and him being a free Ooh. man now. Oh, the truth jumped out. <laughs> him being a possibly bisexual, HIV positive man, y'all should have covered it with the same energy to the last time it. Y'all were covering it because a white girl or boy was crying in the need of um, protection when they were just is destitute. As, or destitute? No, uh, <laughs> when destitute they, is word. I'm finna go. No, destitute is a word, but oh. it does not apply. <laughs> it do apply, <laughs> but but the the deal is I is be studying words. Y'all think I'm when 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 Tiger. Mandingo, aka Michael Johnson, was being put on trial and his character was being ran through the mud. It was on ABC, it was on CNN, it was on Fox. How dare we uh, have this dark skinned, big ass black nigga out here infecting these white people with HIV and then not looking at the totality of the story of these white people also was asking him to infect them with HIV? What are you, you're, these implications that you're asking for sex involve HIV? So I'm glad we that got he's another out. link to the link we got at dinner. Okay, the girls are serious. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh no, I'm gonna. I'm <laughs> we're gonna get there. I'm definitely gonna cover it. Anthony, um, we're gonna get there. Yeah, we're definitely gonna cover it. It has been on my uh, on the to tip do of, list on the tip of my tongue. We just got to get to that segment of the show. <clears throat> um, next, I wanted to talk about a self care tip because I just did this yesterday, ah. and I know that. Um, black Twitter was dragging white people for talking about this like a week or two weeks ago. And I went and did it because out of curiosity and I had time. Um, but body scrubs are legit. They are? Yes. Because I saw them too. <laughs> I saw them too. So black Twitter was dragging body scrubs because they the were girls like... Don't wash their legs. <laughs> girls don't wash their legs. The girls don't wash their legs. Or wash anything else. Practically. And they were like, look at these minorities getting money. Because it's typically um, the same people that do like the spas and the nail salons. Typically Koreans, um, Asians of different persuasions. Mm-hmm. And uh, black Twitter was basically making fun of white people for going to minorities to take a bath. <laughs> Which was funny at the time. And now I went and go I went and did it. Was it expensive? No. Okay. It was good. Okay. So I paid sixty dollars. It's like a lush in person, a lush Thor in person. Thor. Lush. Yeah, it is lush because you. I mean, it's a. Um, you know, like lush have the bath bombs. Oh lush no, no, no! The... So it's not a. It's not like in a bathtub. Okay. It's on like a massage. The one I went to. Okay. 
Um, there are probably some more expensive ones where you can get it in like a bathtub and with milk and all of that shit. Ooh, milk. Yeah, right. that sounds very okay. I wasn't rich enough for that. I was I almond was, milk. It's got to be almond milk just for. I was just rich enough for the basic girl package. <laughs> <laughs> so I went and did the basic girl package. The basic girl package for me was sixty dollars. Oh, okay. And so they put you on a massage table. They cover your dick up. So you're gonna be out here in case you get aroused by people touching you yeah. everything. Uh. He literally washed every corner of my body except my dick and my face. That was the only the dick thing. And who? My face. Okay. That was the only thing he did not touch was my dick and my face. The cheeks. He washed my ass so good. Okay. I have had seven boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> and not now one of them niggas have washed my ass. You don't love me as good as this. You young never man. loved me. He washed my ass, and I was like, oh, mm. <laughs> something I could feel, something I could enjoy. I encourage you guys to look up body scrubs near you. It is literally like someone giving you the best bath that you have ever had and a body massage all at the same time. It uh-huh. is a self care. And I think I only did the 30 minute one. They had a 60 minute one. Um, and they had a 120 minute one. Ooh. I didn't need to do all that. I got to get my Texas back. <laughs> I didn't need to do all that. I just did the 30 minute one. He shampooed my hair. Oh. Oh, it was so good. Oh. It was so, I felt like a, a new person. And so I shower regularly. Typically, I shower maybe two to three times a day. And he was like rubbing places. You be working and, out and stuff. You got to shower. Sometimes. Um mm-hmm. and so he was rubbing places and exfoliating places and like getting dead skin off of shit. And I was like, Oh, I didn't know there was dead skin Excuse there. Excuse me? You I was like embarrassing me right. back to the table. I was like, I am not dirty, <laughs> bitch. I showered apparently I don't shower good enough to not have It's because you use a loofah. He no, they have they, what they, they use, use it's like a industrial loofah that they exfoliate your skin with. Oh. And oh. so they do like so the first part is with um with no soap it's just the loofah and water okay. and then they do the soap to wash everything off that they've scrubbed. Uh. It is so good. Look it up in your area. It is self care. You will feel like a brand new person after someone else washes your ass. I Literally. am telling you. Woman to woman. Um. <laughs> straight pride has been approved. Bye. Moving on. <laughs> It is only. Ah, ah, we're not giving them no platform. It, it is not a platform of I success. Don't give them no platform. It is not a, pl- a platform of, of success. It is for us to recognize that in the middle of a metropolitan center like Boston, Massachusetts, they will still give license to homophobic, hateful shit. And so, it is not just in the South. Like a lot of us have in our minds, oh, I can't go to Mississippi. Oh, I, Mississippi, I can't go to Alabama. Alabama. Oh, I can't go to Look parts at us of Florida. The same states. Because mm-hmm. it'd be the same states. <laughs> it'd be the same states. But here it is in the northeast of the country in a major population center like Boston, even though Boston is mostly white. In a major population center like Boston, they are approving some shit like straight pride and giving them license to fly their ugly ass flag in the middle of the city. And so. I don't want to give it a platform because I know none of y'all going to go anyway. But if we can do something else on on quote unquote straight pride day, mm. which is going to be held on August 31st, let's do that. Not during Pergo season. Make better decisions than this. We're <laughs> critical thinkers. We're very detail oriented. And we're here in straight pride. So Boston has, like I said, given It was an them- Aquarius thought of this. She don't care about us as Virgos. Wow. They'll be doing this during my season. <laughs> wow. 
Um, <laughs> so August 31st is when it's happening. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> In the city of Boston, I encourage all of you to be doing something that is as gay as fuck, like Pride season has not ended. Pretend that you live break in out District all your 7 goddamn... in Boston and send a letter. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, break out all that rainbow shit that y'all had last week and the week before. Wear that shit again on August 31st. It should be on clearance now. It's uh, July 10th. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so, girls. It is. Break all that shit out because they should see us being proud of who we are in the reflection that they think that this is going to be. This is, oh, well, you know, we're we're trying to keep our white hood and, you know, we're the we're the majority, but we're the um, oppressed majority is what uh, one of the quotes here says. They're the oppressed majority. According to Gates. How can you be the majority and be oppressed? <laughs> Pick one. Y'all need a Netflix special. Y'all to get one of Monique, so they had cash left over. So August thirty first is Straight Pride in Boston. Break out your gay shit. Tell them, show them that that shit don't Tell exist. Them, show them. All, all the above, because that shit shouldn't be stood for. I'm not standing for it. I'm not with it. Um, I'm probably not gonna be on in these United States on August thirty first. But I want to go. I'm gonna be somewhere wearing gay shit, or at least doing gay shit. Believe that. How you doing? Uh, next, um, the Queen and Slim trailer opened my heart so much. Queen, the, Queen and Slim. What that is? I sent you the trailer. It is, sure. um, um, damn, now I can't think of Daniel Kaluuya. Damn, did I fuck his name up? No, that sounded right. Daniel Kaluuya, not Kalua. Because <laughs> that's yeah, the like you said it right. Because the white people call him Daniel. But- yeah, the white people call him Daniel Kaluuya. But yeah, there is a movie that I saw he got coming up with. Who's it's a female co star that I like too. She's the female that was in um Striking Vipers. Yeah, her. Yes. And so they have a movie coming up um in the fall. YouTube, 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 YouTube. And it is probably one of my most anticipated movies for the rest of the year. Because she was good at Striking Vipers. She was very As the good. wife, she I was like, mm. she's very good, and for me, I think this is a she movie. She deserves to get her one day a year. I felt it. Shocking. I was on her team. Spoilers. <laughs> um, <laughs> but if you have not seen the Queen and Slim trailer, look it up. Queen and Slim. Uh, it is a trailer that basically is exploring what would happen if a black person, a black couple, shot a police officer and had to run from the law. And it is such a real ass story. It feels so raw. It feels like it feels like um, Thelma and Louise or Bonnie and Clyde, mm-hmm. but black people. And um, I'm excited that we finally get to be in the light. I was says India Moore in the notes. Oh, India Moore gonna be in the front pose. Yeah. Oh, but she's not. She's not a star. She's not the star. She's just in it. Yeah. Mm. Um, but. If you have not seen the trailer, go check out the trailer. It is very captivating. It is very, very captivating. Um, seeing them on the run, seeing them in love, I I just feel the Oscar buzz already. Um, Thanksgiving it looks awesome. weekend this year. Yeah, it, it looks weekend. awesome. It's, if you, it's, that's, it's coming out at the right time for the Oscar buzz, too. Yeah. Thanksgiving weekend. That's going to be really good. Absolutely. So check out the trailer for Queen and Slim. Um, I'm already putting my bets on that one. Yeah, I gotta for put that now. in my notes. Um, Pose was on break this past. Um, Thank week. God, because my spirit. <laughs> but they are promising tears tonight. So whenever we watch it, 
They want you to have your Kleenex ready. So I'm scared because what I've been prophesizing, I don't want to happen. You keep prophesizing the wrong shit. Candy gonna have a hammer down to the club. Okay, so what Candy gonna do with her hammer? Candy ain't nobody. Well, Candy is a valuable person. She's she a is. to the community. And she's a Laverne Cox uh, According friend. According to the, the preview, she's supposed to like go missing after something happens to her. So, we haven't seen this week's episode of Pose. We record on Tuesday nights and Pose come on on Tuesdays. So, y'all quit yelling at us. I am scared because I feel like I'm going to be triggered because of the recent events in the D.C. area of um, yeah. trans murders, mm-hmm. trans abductions, and Multiple. I know that the writers and directors, being who they are, are telling real and valid stories that need to be told. Um, and I'm just, I'm, I feel like I'm going to be triggered. I'm just telling y'all that ahead of time. So get ready for that review next week. And we keep on fighting down to the Nellies and the Brixtons here in D.C. And our trans sisters being murdered. We got, we need to be coming together. Not ended up in jail paying people bail money. What's going on? Okay, but are we discussing it or are we not? I'd be confused. No, um, I just want to bring it up, make sure that uh, we talked about it because what we it's need important. to be doing is get getting together the same way we did a couple weeks ago down to the Costa Ruby giving donations right before they went to the march. Yes. Um. Last but certainly not least, okay. and definitely. Uh, requested amongst fans. Uh, a hot topic, <laughs> apparently. Hashtag arrest Ed Buck. I have been saying, we have been saying all year, we are not letting this go. Two black men are dead from two totally separate communities. And what is the common denominator? This munchkin. Uh, I wouldn't even call her munchkin. I used to like some of the munchkins. Um, a troll. Definitely a troll. Um, Where's Captain Planet? I okay. need all of the save our planet. <laughs> we, what is going? Our on? powers combined. Seriously, with our powers combined, we can get Ed Buck arrested. <laughs> Let's do that. Um, so I am delighted to report that new charges have been filed against Ed Buck. The lawsuit and these new charges. Come on. Ed Buck is accused of human trafficking and engaging in revenge porn by making and sharing a video of his alleged meth fueled sex encounters with Jamel Moore. And um, the L.A. County District Attorney that we've been dragging as well finally uh, came to her fucking senses. <clears throat> Jackie Lacey? Bitch. Young woman, uh, I don't know you. Uh, but your intentions and your energies... Tell me that you got bad pussy. You just got pussy that I, nobody likes. I, nobody wants woman, to be around. <laughs> I can't believe that you would be the district attorney mm. that would not file charges when two men die, but then file charges because the assailant allegedly is releasing revenge porn of the death that he videotaped. This is like rob kardashian and black china this is not on their same level and for you to be an elected government official to be perusing this as if it's some low level offense how about you get the fuck out literally get the fuck out of office because you are not you're not doing your job you're not doing justice um 
a law should not be what you're practicing. You should be um, probably a uh, a, a rider life- down to the damn. You should be, you should be a lifeguard. You should be a lifeguard on Stranger Things. <laughs> you should, girl. And if you guys have seen episode two of Stranger Things, you know what the life expectancy of a lifeguard is. <laughs> and I mean that. Um, and so again, for months, us and other activists have talked about. We need to send a donation to Jamel Moore's family because Jamel Moore's family is not. J- Jamel Moore's family is doing it for Timothy Dean. Mm-hmm. They're doing it for the other black man who said that he almost died. Mm-hmm. Um, Jamel Moore's family is out here for the CBS News interview where another man was walking with Jamel Moore, leaving the, the mall parking garage. Jamel Moore's family is out here. G E M M E L. M O O R E. We need to figure out what y'all got a um, pack alliance. What y'all got going on? I need to figure. This yeah, out. definitely. I, I would be interested in whatever the crowd, crowdfunding Moore's efforts are. Family is not playing. So the the new claim uh, filed today alleges that Buck, who was maintained, who has maintained profiles on gay sex apps like Grinder and Adam for Adam, problematic. Um, was continuing to solicit sex from young black men as late as April 2019, which is why I have not let this issue go. He is still doing the same predatory behavior that killed two black gay men, and because charges were not filed, the media let it go, he continued to do the same thing, and he's continuing to do it regardless of who he hurts, regardless of who he kills. And if we don't speak up, we will lose another person. We will lose another couple people because he has enough power. He has enough money. He has enough influence to continue to get away with the shit unless we take away the power and the money and the influence. Jamel Moore was 26 years old at the time and Ed Buck flew him in from Texas. And he ended up dead within 24 hours of his arrival from a meth overdose. Detectives have gone as far as New York City to interview young men who Buck has allegedly um, paid to fly to Los Angeles to meet him. Buck is said to have purchased an airline ticket for Jamel Moore from Houston. Mm. Um, and What's your it's not even, you're reading from? Uh, WeHoville.com. Okay. The local West Hollywood West, Yeah, blogs. West Hollywood. So yeah. these are people that are right there on the ground where the fuck... And my source is New York Post, so he flew girls in from New York. We we ho is saying, girl, he was out here like the girl. Look, we coast to coast. The coverage is coast to coast. And so, the, she just now bringing charges. Yeah, and so the reason that I'm dragging Jackie Jackie Lacey just as much as I'm dragging Ed Buck is because Jackie Lacey is a black woman. That means that Jackie Lacey either has black children or has black children around her, black children, family members, black children who are boys, who she does not see in these two black men that were killed. 28 years old and 52 years old. Shout out to Timothy Dean. Yeah, Timothy Dean and Jamel Moore. She doesn't see the blackness in them because this is gay. They were found dead in his bed, literally. Tied up, literally still tied up to his bed. And you are Mess the district, on the floor next to the bed. You are the district attorney on duty, and you are now bringing charges about death, but you're bringing charges about revenge porn. For that, I have nothing for you but drags. Arrest Ed Buck. Arrest Jackie. Yeah, arrest Jackie because this is malpractice at this point. What is going on? You're not. You're not 
you're not doing what you're what you've been elected to do in the state of California. I would be very interested what Kamala Harris has to say about the subject. As a prosecutor. As a prosecutor. And Joe Biden and as a the, public defender. Well, I don't care about what Joe Biden Well, he says. just thought he was so much better. Well, I was a public defender. But Kamala Harris um, is a prosecutor from, from California, current senator of Florida, uh-huh. current presidential uh, candidate. And like I said, I'm her running mate as well. So I, I, I call you her running mate. <laughs> yeah, I'll call her later and ask her what her real thoughts are. But she was hey. also uh, the attorney general of California. She and was. So I'm, I'm, I'd be very interested in what she knows about this case and what she thinks about this case because this is just complete utter fucking garbage to me, utter fucking garbage. And so even though I still say arrest that buck, and even if he gets arrested next week, it's still too fucking late. And I'm going to continue. The march and continue the, the cause. The girls can be charged, but are they going to be convicted? Because we've learned with the black community, it's not just about a charge. The girls got to get convicted. So, um, even in the the comments, I thought the comments were problematic as well in the in the article that I was reading because one person was saying that <clears throat> both them and a neighbor were trying to contact the FBI because of the traffic coming in and out of Bed Bucks' apartment. They also lived in it's the same a gated apartment. community. Yes, yeah, it's, it's you so, have a key fob. You know how the white girl's religious about their key fobs. So, do you live here? Can you show me your apartment? The per- the person uh, just titled their account "concerned" because they didn't want to be identified. Because uh, obviously they they live in the same complex as a book, but they have been trying to contact the FBI and contract West Hollywood Police for over a year about the traffic coming in and out of Ed Buck's house. So what we know is only a glimpse of what is really happening. Of people going in and out of Ed Buck's house, possibly dying at Ed Buck's house mm-hmm. or dying afterwards. And so imagine, imagine the girl showing up to Ed Buck's house after somebody's still dead upstairs. Like, oh, I'm here to see my friend Ed Buck. Man, we are trying to transport a dead body out. Can you move? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's so, so much traffic at Ed Buck's house. And we're gonna get to that in sexual health. Um, because sex workers do need um, outlets, and I think that that's probably why Ed Buck has been able to victimize so many of these young men because they didn't have outlets and they didn't have resources. Um, but to think like someone is taking a dead body out of an apartment building and you are still willing to go in there to get the what is he offering three or four hundred dollars for an hour session of putting drugs in you and playing with your dick? And he was, there are still young men that were still willing to go in there afterwards after they're taking out a whole nother person's dead body. And after Ed Buck has now been put on the internet and put on blast by Here For A Podcast and everybody else and still like, I'll go over there for $300, girl. That's still a real thing. Still happening right now. There are still sex workers going over to Ed Buck's house. And I'm not saying that to shame the sex workers. I'm saying that we need to connect them to more resources so that they know that they don't got to go to a motherfucking Ed Buck's house to get the sex work. What do you need? We can help you. There is, we can find you resources. There We're going to talk about that in sexual health. Wow. So that was my last tepid topic, <laughs> which turned into a Dracarys topic. Wow. But, um, yeah, uh, I don't even want to see Ed Buck arrested. I want to see Ed Buck chair, get, make it get, get the electric chair at this point. <laughs> chair, and I'm not even a proponent of the death penalty because I, I think really everything, like every, God will settle all debts. God Amen. will God will work oh. with Ed Buck. Oh, we religious now. Ooh. No, not that's not religious. I'm only spiritual. But 
Um, in this case, it just only serves the best for the community because if he go in jail, he's going to continue the same predatory ass behavior from jail. He'll have the same access. He'll have the same influence in jail. No. Ed Buck in jail. I never thought of, I, I'm. Yeah. I've been sitting here for a week saying like charges, conviction. Wow. Ed he got, he's, he's got to go to jail and then die in jail. He will still have a because lot he's of still going, he's, he's he still will, going to have access to the same, the same people that he's hold, he's buried bones for. Um, I'm not saying it's Barack Obama. I'm not saying it's Hillary Clinton. Whoa! I, but those are people that he raised money for. Okay. And so when you raise money for these presidential campaigns, there are governors behind that. There are senators behind that. And so those people are the people that are keeping him paid. Afloat. Mm-hmm. And they don't want their shit put out here on Main Street, so they're gonna continue to pay. And so if he even if he go to jail, he's gonna continue to have hundreds of thousands of dollars flowing in. And he can still pay for the same access to black and masculinity. Keep his own drug addiction going. That can still happen in jail. We saw that in Jailbirds, well. where they were able, they were able to create their own drugs out of fruit. So I don't want to even just see him in jail at this point. Chair, make it electric. Okay. Well, we need to change the tone of the show. Absolutely. Um, I think we should definitely. Um, here's a trivia question for you. What was Beyonce's name in the Bills, Bills, Bills video? Oh, shit, you asked me that before. I, I ask you that me. all the time. It's the number one Beyonce trivia. I question. feel like it started with an M. Okay. That's enough. He said, Vanessa. Oh, Vanessa. I always trip. Beyonce's name was Vanessa. So, the same way, like, your name was going to be something else. Beyonce would be a cute Vanessa. <laughs> I think so, but she would have just been getting the comparisons to uh, Vanessa Williams Williams the whole time. And having a pop culture career. Yeah. Okay, moving on to social studies. Oh, I hope that lightened the mood. I don't know if that worked. Um, I want to talk about... Kill kill Ed Book. (laughs) Hashtag kill Ed Book. We're not doing that on him. Mm. Arrest him and charge him, (laughs) convict him, and let due process have have its way. They kill MLK. My questions are about this week in social studies. We are talking about Ooh. the uh, syllables. <laughs> I received this shade on myself. <laughs> okay. Um, I want to talk about therapy. So I've effectively been in therapy for one month. Um, so I know that I, I have questions about therapy, and our listeners who are also in therapy or have experienced therapy. Definitely leave a comment wherever you're listening or in our inboxes. What your thoughts are? I have four questions. Um, my first question is, how do you talk for 50 minutes? <laughs> That's my Girl, you've been talking for 50 minutes right now. <laughs> okay, so my note was, I can run my mouth all day talking about hot topics, about gay stuff. And I said this to him. I was like, but discussing my own traumas, I get dry mouth. Like I have to, I have to be, I have to be vulnerable. I have to be serious, and I'm also talking about the deepest parts of me. And so I have to show up to therapy, and I have to be willing to commit <laughs> every time. And talking for 50 minutes, or even as as it's a conversation, because I want to tell my therapist a story, he would say, well, tell me more about that, or whatever his questions would be, or do you think you overthought that? Yes. 
<laughs> Do you think you overanalyze? Bitch, let me finish telling you the story because after I finish telling you the story, you're going to think it. I overanalyzed. But then, child, did I overanalyze? Probably. Mm. <laughs> but how do you talk for 50 minutes as a new person? I'm spitting all over my own iPad. Um, as a new person in therapy, I was like, after the, the first session of therapy, I was like, I got to take me a Gatorade or something. Yeah. Because I, I talk it all the time. It's just wow. Well, the, the, the biggest thing that I tell people because of my own mental health journey of being, I've seen probably 10 therapists in my lifetime at, at this point. Um, you have to be willing to be deconstructed and constructed back. So walk in knowing that you are going to be disarmed, you are going to be engaged, and be willing to break down, let everything out, and then be constructed back. Let them give you the tools. In the same session or like maybe two weeks from now? No. Well, if you ain't done it by now, then you need to go ahead and do it because that's making the process even longer. Okay. Because you, you, like a lot of people go into therapy with these walls up that... You shouldn't have because that's the whole purpose of being in therapy is you're supposed to let these walls down and say, look, here's all my shit. Analyze it and tell me what to do with it. But then people go in with the same walls up that they have in their friendships and their relationships. And this is also a friendship or relationship that you're building with this therapist that you're paying money to. So if you're paying money to them, let them walls down. Allow yourself to be deconstructed and allow yourself to be constructed back from the deconstruction and say, "Okay, well, I fell out. I passed out down to the goddamn therapy. He saw me crying and he saw me in a, a, a slobbery crying mess. And then next time I was like, I don't have to be slobbery and crying because I did that last time. <laughs> <laughs> so give me tools so I can be happier. And when people approach therapy like that, then they become a little more successful. Is it a journey? Yes. Is it going to be done in three or four sessions? No. Um, but people go in with the expectation that they're going to cure you with their words without you doing the work with them. So how do you talk for fifty minutes? Do you take a Gatorade? Because I had I had no. To, I they offer you water. I've had water. They I've offer never coffee take... and tea, and I'm just like, girl, I want that. No, get some I can water. stop by the Safeway and get a Gatorade. Yeah, get a water. Get a get, sure. Whatever you whatever you need. It. Whatever you. It, um, I've seen people bring their security things, security animals, security blankets, bears. Um, I've seen people um, want to wear a specific uniform because other uniforms trigger them uh, while in therapy. Oh, so don't wear your combat uniform, wear your dress. Yes. And so that can be translated into civilian attire. Don't wear your regular polo and your khakis that you might wear to work where those same things that trigger you at work, you're wearing the same uniform that you wear to work to the therapy session. Wear something comfortable. Mm-hmm. Wear your your regular club outfit. Take your blankie. Can I wear my Wendy Williams coochie cutters with a? <laughs> if that's gonna make you comfortable, if you're gonna feel empowered, sure. But be willing to be de- deconstructed and constructed back again. Okay, my second question is, uh, this I this one's serious for me. How do I center my topics so I can find? Um, is it more improved or better improved results? Because I'm, I feel like already I've gone like five or six times at this point. So I like I'm, I'm seeing like wow, saying this out loud, 
not worrying about the commitments with any other thing outside of just having saying these words. This person professionally is expected to want the best of me. Um, but I do find that because one, I suffer with talking for 50 minutes. I, f- I find like I talk about a little bit about this, a little bit about that. And, you know, I'm just trying to fill the 50 minutes. So when will, when will I be comfortable enough to sit and talk about how the death of my mother affected me because of the family expectation of what my role was supposed to be in my mother's life was so-and-so, so-and-so, and it didn't turn out that way. And so I'm traumatized by that. And then that also shows up in my expectations with my friendships or that shows up in my expectation with my work. And so I'm taking my... you like, when would I be comfortable... Talking about one thing. When will I be... Ooh, I need to send... I don't want to talk about boys. I want to spend 50 minutes crying about one thing. Yeah. Will I get there? How long yeah, will no, it take? You, you, you build comfort with uh, whoever your therapist is. You shouldn't go in on your first appointment to address the heaviest thing on the first appointment. Okay. But you build I expect trust. you to listen to my, um, my trauma story. Yeah, no, you want them to. And that's why I was saying previously on other episodes of get with the therapist now, even if you're not in crisis, so you can build that relationship with them and you can talk about the crisis before the crisis happens. Mm -hmm. Because you can have all of this backstory, back trauma, and then get triggered and then the crisis happens, but you're not in a relationship with your therapist good enough where you can even talk to them about the crisis. So three or four visits is nice and that's cute. But build a relationship with them where they know you, you feel comfortable enough with them to tell them, listen, this right here is about to break me. This is about to break me. But I can talk to you about this because I've given you enough context that you know what to work with. A therapist is licensed in mental health. Uh Most of them. The ones that you should go to should be. Um, But they're not licensed in you. They don't know you. Mm-hmm. You're and every patient them. is different. You you're know telling them even... right. You're telling them mm-hmm. more and more about you at every appointment. So they're learning more, but they can only work with what they've been taught about you. They've been taught about people in I'm general. I'm a bad bitch. I'm better than these DC girls. I don't fight at the club until <laughs> somebody say your mama. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> and then that's what that's what you got to unpackage. That was your a trick. That's what you got to unpackage. You got so therapy. I had to whip that whole ass, and I missed my last two appointments because I was in jail and I didn't have the bill. That's what you have to unpack before you get into the crisis. That's what we were just saying. So the crisis is somebody said your mama, and then you were triggered, and now you in jail and you done lost your job. And I missed my two therapy appointments, and I've been charged for the full fee. All because you didn't talk about this in therapy. Because I didn't get to reschedule them because I was in jail. My phone was dead. Yeah, you're gonna have to <laughs> you're gonna have to see HR about that now. <laughs> Two more questions. Okay, so can't I tell my therapist, quote, bitch, you tried it. He has confessed to me that um Are you uh, saying bitch to the therapist or talking about bitch in bi- bitch? What? Oh yes. Bitch. Okay. Like, you commu- know, like a community bitch. Like a yeah, not like a Girl, uh-uh, I need to speak to your supervisor Because this whole um, LLC got me fucked up Just like a Bitch, you really fucking tried that you, Really, girl? 
you know, just a cordial bitch. Yeah, yeah. A community because bitch. There's nothing wrong with a community bitch. You can that's say That's the name of your club. <laughs> so oh, is it? No, that, mine was community bottom. That way everyone can come in. Bitch bottom sister. Yeah. Community um, bottom that way everyone Because can my come therapist in. did confess to me that like a client or two, like they specialize in the LGBT girls where I go. So, you know, cuz I want a specialized experience. And he did confess that like a girl or two has like canceled their membership. Let him have gave him a good read because when he when you tell him something and he would like you're in your own way and then it goes like I don't want to hear that <laughs> but if I do feel that there is a moment where I want to tell my therapist hey I think I think you're misinterpreting not just a if I'm getting in my own way, I could possibly be. I received it. I re- I'm in a space where I can receive that note. But like, if there is like, no, 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 no. I'm not receiving this the wrong way. You are really just generally doing the most. How do I say that? You don't because you're probably going to be wrong. Okay, <laughs> I received that answer because I have a question. I don't have the. Because a lot of times people go, "Is therapy feeling like?" It's combat, and I gotta be ready no. to, and I gotta be ready to um, defend myself. You're not defending yourself. If this person is trying to deconstruct you, deconstruct your problems. Mm-hmm. Let them deconstruct that, and if if that means they're reading you for thirty minutes, let the reads come in because oh, they are probably valid reads. <laughs> they be valid reads. So all of my so what do you what do you come in what do you come in here to read me about when I'm reading you validly? And accept your copay that automatically comes out of my account. No, I'd be like, what? Now you make you trying to make my job harder to help you? No, stop. Sit but is there? But seriously, be no. submissive. If there's the a moment, time to I'm be like, submissive. I, I really think you're misinterpreting where I'm going. No, or the way I feel. I do. I do feel that there there, there needs to be a way to say to someone who's trying to help me. Yes, I am here to receive critique. I'm here to accept notes, but I, I really seriously think this is going another way. I think there is a way t- to say that I just haven't identified, and I don't like your answer either. So, <laughs> <laughs> moving on, and that's why you're asking therapy. <laughs> why would you? Why would you go? Like, why would you sit on the oper- operating room table? You're getting brain surgery. Do not surgery. cut me right there. Why are you? Uh, uh-uh, that tickled. Why would you do that? This I'm the, the brain post- surgeon. <laughs> I am the brain. I went to school for this. Did you go to school for this? Yeah. Let me do my goddamn job. I watched two YouTube videos. No. And that's what girls do all the time. They're like, I-, I went to WebMD, and so I know what I'm talking about. No, you don't. Let me do my goddamn job. Okay. So let the therapist do their goddamn job. But I. I do, I do, I do still feel there has to be a way to tell you. You can therapy. feel however you want to feel. That don't mean you gotta say all of that bullshit talking about some boy, bitch. You said no, bitch. You tried it, bitch. You tried it, <laughs> bitch. You tried it for coming to this goddamn therapy appointment trying to read me for reading you. Okay, well, my last question. Moving forward, now I'm getting ready for have, asking a question. Now I'm, this is not a safe space. I'm not coming back here next week. <laughs> okay, get out. My last question: Is it okay to ask my therapist if he's a top or a bottom? <laughs> no. 
I do have pride in knowing that like my therapist is a black gay man. Like seriously, I got pretty much everything I've asked for in a therapist. He's got a little sass because I want to tell him, "Bitch, you tried it." Sometimes, you know, like. But I just really can't tell if he's the top or bottom. Why does that matter? But, but I do feel like. As a bottom, you care you care more a little bit about the details. It's like a nigga expects you to suck his dick, but like his balls was too hairy for me. And so like I can still tell a top who's trying to help me. I can receive critique and accept his um, professional opinion. But I do feel like as a as another woman, <laughs> my therapist would be able to communicate with Bitch, he likes this certain kind of candle when we bone. And this candle is from the spring collection at Bath and Body Works. And it is clearly January. He should not be burning it since. And that is a trigger for me. But I feel, I feel, only a bottom, another bottom would understand that like he's burning a candle that's out of season. <laughs> so you are correct because I didn't understand none of that shit. I was like, what? What does that mean? You know, so, the girl you're, the triggered, you're triggered by Trey a candle. Will go to Bath smoking. and Body Works and July get four candles that think he got his supply for the year. I, that is I not do. the way. That is not the way go, a trip to Bath and Body Works works. <laughs> Literally, the mind do. Oh. I had a whole box of shit right but now. And she's gonna be for all twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> she's all twenty twenty. You got your election night candle. We putting Trump out of office. You got your election yeah. candle. I got my wallflowers already. But I just feel like only another bottom will understand those small those. So you small, may be right on that one. You may because right, I was lost. And so like if I tell a top, he was like, I went to bed at the bottom works. It was a fucking candle. It had a name brand on it. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, definitely. You may be right on that one. <laughs> because I'm lost. I'm like, yeah, I don't see the problem. But those were my therapy questions. And I wanted to spend my social studies segment asking questions. It, what is okay to ask of it? Like, weird questions like that. It's like... But I have questions of my therapist. Like, mm, what's going on over there? When you guys build a, a better rapport, like, you can start off the, se- the session because you already know he's black and he's gay. Mm-hmm. Listen, Doc. Huh? I'm trying to keep this professional, but I want to know just for me and, you know, things that I reference. Can I ask that three months in and down the line? Yeah, maybe. You know, okay. you when you build a rapport. Okay. Only you two will know when you have that kind of rapport. You ain't, it is no specific timeline. The rapport may be next week. If you didn't, if I didn't cry and fell out on the floor Woo, in front of you, I'm susceptible. Yeah, I can ask you any motherfucking thing after I'm that. I'm susceptible. <laughs> so if I didn't cry and rolled over on the floor, me asking you whether you take dick next week, yeah. it's on. It's on the menu. So wait till you build that rapport. And but yeah, my my most important question. I know. But be was, ready for him to not answer either. That was a salacious one. I asked the salacious one at the end. But my most important questions are like, girl, finding the, the space to talk seriously about my traumas and just to be readily available when I walk through the door every week. Like, wow, how do I find space to talk for the hour? And then when will I be comfortable enough to? Because uh, I'm rambling now. And he's giving me feedback on all the things I say, which is good. I feel comfortable with that. But when am I going to be able to get it to, um, you know, like, 
being a strict bottom in D.C. is a serious issue for me because a lot of people who live in major cities like L.A., New York, Miami, they uh, they find themselves being versatile either publicly or privately because they're always looking for their next opportunities. But I'm a strict bottom public and privately. I'm a strict bottom. Like, oh, yeah. So he a bisexual bottom. It's going to be your turn after I took your... No, it's not. And I don't want to lead you on to think that. And so, you know, I have, I find that that's why I'm single. So can I cry about being single for one full hour? Do I want to? Oh, I don't even know if I want to. That may help you in your road to versatility. <laughs> I don't even know. But me and my therapist, we working on it. We are working on it. We are working on Did it. Did you add him on Facebook? I have not even searched for him on Facebook. Mm. I don't want him to... I don't mm-hmm. even well, of course mm-hmm. everybody has a Facebook. Seven hundred fifty mm-hmm. million users. But I don't want to find him on Facebook. Might be useful. I don't. Okay. He said that he's unavailable to see me next week because he's gonna be on vacation. I'm like, how dare you have a hot girl summer? <laughs> <laughs> my immediate thought was, how dare you have a hot girl summer? You need to be fucking available when I need to see my third. But you know, even surgeons take breaks. So take a break before you break down. That's a here for a podcast quote. I gotta be there for my therapist when he need a break. Indeed. <clears throat> this week in sexual health, <laughs> moving right along. Woo! Um, <clears throat> like I referenced earlier, um, I wanted to create my sexual health around sex workers, um, because they are a uh, adversely at risk population for STIs and STDs the oldest profession in the world yes um Six. and there are many studies that show that the average american is only one paycheck away from being homeless me <laughs> <laughs> most of us uh so we know that definitely affects the lgbt community me. even more <laughs> Which could lead to a stint in sex work or a career in sex in sex work. And I need a therapist while I still have my copay available. <laughs> so I'm building this relationship, or even just weighing it as an option, because I know that I've weighed it as, as an option before. You have, yeah. No, I'm cute and stuff on the I internet. support you. I wouldn't watch the content, but I support. I, yeah, I'm cute. As, it's been offered to me forever. I was like, well, well she I do girl. know that. Mm, mm, all right. Mm. We'll, we'll cut that there. All right. Um, so I waited as an option. I feel like uh, a, I think a lot of people that if may I get on my fist and I see you in the thumbnail, I'm going, <laughs> what was you going through? What did I feel you? I don't know. That so hurt. those are valid questions. That would be weird Those are valid questions. And so that's why I wanted to make, make this a part of my sex health um, mm. uh, segment this week because... I want to talk about um, the service that can be given to sex workers uh, from nonprofits and from um, safe spaces. So first is making sure that um, if you are a sex worker, you can identify a safe space to go to for help, to go to for um, advice, or if you just need to drop in because you are homeless or you don't have any place to go and you just need a place to just be until your next appointment or your next gig or whatever it may be, identifying a safe space. And I'm gonna name a couple safe spaces at the end here. Um, Identify a safe space that has clinical services because 
like I referenced at the beginning, sex workers are adversely um, affected by STIs and STDs more often because they have less choice in the sex that they have when they are a sex worker and how they have it, unfortunately. Um, and so that would obviously expose you to more things than you would typically if you are having consensual sex um, that's not for money. Uh, look for a safe space that offers drug services. Uh, drug services to include needle exchange programs and or drug treatment if you are on drugs, if you are addicted to drugs, if you are using needles in any type of sex that you are doing, if you are a victim like Jamel Moore and Timothy Dean, they were using sex and needles at the same time. And having fresh needles, if you are going to have that type of sex work, is very, 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 very important. I'm not telling you not to do it. I am telling you the tools to use in case you are going to do it, in case you are finding yourself in the situation that Jamel Moore or Timothy Dean is, because they are obviously not isolated incidences, incidents. Um, there are plenty of people in L.A., New York, D.C., Dallas, Miami, doing the exact same things that Jamel Moore and Timothy Dean unfortunately did. But you now have the tools because you listen to this podcast. Um, and lastly, find a safe space that has mental health providers available, even if, if the even even if the providers aren't directly at that safe space, and mm -hmm. they can just be called to the safe space for you because you never know when you will be in a crisis that you will need that mental health provider to come to that safe space or meet you at another space to talk about what just happened to you. Um, I will reflect to the movie of Monster, um, the award-winning movie. Come on. Monster that uh, Charlize Theron got an, an Academy Award for. Come on. She was a sex worker in the movie and in real life. Uh, Eileen Warnos was a real-life uh, member of the LGBT community that, was, that found herself in sex work. And um, she got raped. Uh, the stories go that she, she had been raped before because that's what happens in sex work. But she had been violently raped uh, this one last time and killed her raper, her rapist, and was sent to jail for that rape. But she started killing Johns after that, after the first, well, not the first, but the last rape. She started killing other Johns and continued to kill Johns until they arrested her. But she was missing the mental health component that, if she was in a crisis, she could have went to a safe space and gotten the mental help that she needed that would have prevented her from going to jail for killing all these people that were doing bad things to her, that were trying to abuse her. She was in a crisis that could have been averted or at least stopped her from going to jail. So the two organizations, two great organizations that I want to talk about, one is in New York and one is here in D.C., um, the first one is right here in DC, which is HIPS. Um, HIPS is an awesome organization that has all of the above um, programs that I just talked about. They have the mental health, they have the clinical services, um, they have the safe space for drop-ins, they have um, needle exchange programs, uh, they have advocacy um 
they have uh, job programs as well. And so I HIPS.org. Yeah, HIPS.org. Um, <clears throat> they've been operational since 1993. Uh, they're an organization that I love working with. Their mission statement goes to promote the health, rights, and dignity of individuals and communities impacted by sexual exchange and or drug use due to choice, coercion, or circumstance. HIPS provides compassionate harm reduction series uh, uh, services, advocacy, and community engagement that is respectful, non-judgmental, and affirms and honors individual power and agency. And I have seen them working directly in the community. I am a... Um, I'm a believer in their mission, and I know that a lot of people that work with HIPS, I know a couple people that actually work at HIPS, um, that believe in the cause and are actually out here, no matter your gender, no matter your circumstance, they are here for you, and I am absolutely here for that. Um, the other one that I want to point out is in New York City. It's called the Red Umbrella Project. It's in Brooklyn, New York City. And they offer most of the same things. Their mission statement is, we believe that all sex workers have a right to self-determination, to choose how we make a living and what we do with our bodies. We aim to empower our diverse community by building the capacity of sex worker serving and sex worker member based institutions as well as the skills and resources of sex workers themselves. Come on. So um, those are just two, but you can Google um, sex worker services in your areas, uh, depending on where you live. Hopefully you will be able to find one closer to a major population center <coughs> like these, but look for the characteristics that we talked about. And those characteristics are uh, mental health, um, someone that spaces that provide mental health, provide drug services, provide clinical services, and have safe spaces where you can just drop in and stay a few hours if you just need to. And so I thought that was important for us to cover in sexual health because it could be any of us at any moment in our life. Hopefully none of us, but it could be any of us. So that is our sexual health this week. Make sure you guys send us um, a note to Here For It Pod anywhere on social media. Send us an email to hereforitpod at gmail.com. If you need help finding resources, you can also message at the Superman. Oh, his name is anywhere. Yep. And my name is at Ronald Matters. You can find me, child, anywhere you can find. Um, Bottoms. Verse bottoms, strict bottoms, bisexual bottoms. Uh, everybody's a bottom. Um, what's next for us? Songs for our souls, because you've already um did your social studies. So, what's your song? The song for my soul this week. I got to look up the lyrics. I have a one-liner lyric, but this lyric is so profound. Okay. Fuck boys everywhere trying to make a pass, but I can't stop looking at my best friend's ass. That sound bisexual. Song of the Summer by Paris Hilton. Oh, girl. Featuring Kim Kardashian in the video. Because mm. y'all try to throw shade at their friendship. Oh, they're not friends no more. Girl, she's made millions and millions, and I've made millions of millions. And when we go out to the club, girls trying to look at me, Paris Hilton. But I can't stop looking at Kim's ass, okay? My homegirl ass is big. I don't know if it's surgery or not. Who don't know that? 
But um, the whole song Drake. is about, <laughs> um, it's about really seriously embracing each other as homegirl. It's a it's a best friend movement. Is this new or is this old? It came, no, it came out. What was the release date for this? It's, it came out this summer. Oh okay. Um, so it's about uplifting each other, girl power. Talk about you know, drop from the charts. <laughs> being in the club, you know, niggas is gonna be trying it. Why? Cause it's warm outside, and they want something warm to slip into. But me and my best friend is, mm-mm, we're not them type of girls. Actually, your best friend is that type of girl. <laughs> so shout out to um. BFA, because you know Paris Hilton can't be having the cussed words out here. She's a part of the Hilton Empire. So that means big fat ass? Best friend's ass. Oh, best friend's ass. Okay. Fuck boys. And I'm like, you saying fuck boys? I'm like, Paris Hilton saying fuck boys? Okay. Shout out to Um, But Paris Hilton is a round renowned, world renowned <laughs> DJ. Wow. Syllables. <laughs> World renowned DJ, so she I'm sure she's playing this song on her set and if the club has video capability when they see you know Kim K in the video, it gives her some clout. Oh. So shout out to Best Friends S by Paris Hilton. Work. I am so excited for her. It's a cute look thought by uh, uh, I'll try it. Lyrical compa- lyrical capacity by Paris Hilton <laughs> Seriously <laughs> And there's no lyrical capacity But It's a cute little bop I just want like a I just want like a A, a buddy pass for hotels <laughs> From Paris Hilton Because there's I was in Puerto Rico this weekend There was like four Hilton properties Right next to each other Yeah All of them And I was like you, That means you can come here Anytime you want to Anyway <clears throat> And if the presidential suite is out here You can get the presidential suite at, Or at least the honeymoon suite Put the bed in the heart, shape of a heart, ma'am. I don't love him, but we here. <laughs> anyway, the song for my soul this week um, is three years old, but I still play it like it came out yesterday. A toddler. <laughs> we just got out of the terrible twos. <laughs> Threes ain't no better. Yeah, I go on and on. Can't understand how I last so long. I must have the superpowers. Last two hundred and three. 23,000 hours Cause I'm off the CC And I'm off the Hennessy Oh And like your boy from Compton said Huh You know this dick ain't free Come on now <laughs> I got girls That I should've made pay for it I got girls That I should've made wait for it Oh <laughs> I got girls that'll cancel the flight back home Stay another day for it He really did steal two shorts flow That is two shorts flow <laughs> You got attitude on na-na <laughs> And your pussy on agua <laughs> And your stomach on flat-flat And it And your ass on what's that? Looking at my bitch And yeah I need all that right now Okay Last year I had drama girl but not right now No right now I was never gonna chat What we talking about You the only one I know Could fit it all in her mouth <sighs> I always wonder if you ask yourself, mm-hmm. is it just me? Is it just me? Mm-hmm. Or is this dick so good I shouldn't have to fuck for free? <laughs> oh, is it just me? Huh? Is it just me? Repeat or that. is this dick so good I shouldn't have to motherfucking fuck for free? I have said on this podcast on the many, a day, many a day, uh, the the proverb that came from the elder 
women of my family that if you have, have a dry pocketbook a, a wet pussy and a wet pussy, you are doing something wrong. You can have a wet pussy and a dry purse. How does work? How what are you doing? How did it go down? It don't. Not in my life anyway. <laughs> um, and I say that as a shout out to the sex workers as well. Um, like I said, this joint is three years old and I still bump it every day because it gives me... Um, are you reminds a sex worker? Me, you have a connect pal? I don't. Um, but it just reminds, for fans? No. It reminds me of the big dick energy that sometimes I forget I have, but I know I have. Oh, you forget you have it, but you know you have it. Oh, I know I got it. But sometimes you forget. Sometimes mm-hmm. you forget. You be like... Am I really that bitch? I would like to be vulnerable. I mean, I guess I'm all right. I'm not trying to be no, arrogant. No, let me go back to this. Nope, I am that bitch. Uh-oh. Nigga, the stallion come on. My, the dick is so good, I should not have to fuck for free out here. And I don't, by the way. <laughs> um, Your high girl summer <laughs> jumped out. <laughs> me and Wendy Williams on the same tour. <laughs> So, <laughs> for free by Drake slash DJ Khaled is my song yeah. for my soul this week. What are you here for? Um, I feel like we should do a toast to this here for it because I am absolutely here for it. Do you hear me? So, I don't know. You may not. And this is breaking news from today. I had two weeks to pick my here for it, and it just leaked at like five thirty. Yeah, it leaked. Like gonorrhea. <laughs> Diddy is considering rebooting, making the band. <sighs> What they mean? Continue. Bruh. Bruh, da, da, da. He about to ruin somebody else's career. <laughs> okay, that was the first sentence. And then I just went right on into it. Even after Identity came and Day 26 <laughs> get out of their janky contracts, that was the second sentence. Look, he think about doing something great. Will it be great? No. <laughs> But even after um, the groups get out of their janky contracts, they are still touring the world and releasing music. Well, Danny Kane's touring the world. Some of the girls that was in Danny Kane. <laughs> Diddy wrote on Instagram, if y'all want me to bring it back, leave a comment with hashtag I want my MTB. Making a band. I, hashtag I want my MTB. So I think all of our listeners here here for a podcast, just go to any post on Diddy's Instagram because I don't know which post it was. I can't tell you. But um, go to Diddy's Instagram and do hashtag I want my MTB on like nine pictures. Leave nine comments. Six six comments if you're um you're like girl, you know I do I, I do like the show. It was a good like year of TV. So just go to Diddy's Instagram and Do y'all remember what Diddy did to these girls on this show? <laughs> go give me a cheesecake. They close in a minute. It was good TV. <laughs> it was good TV. That was abuse. That was a toxic work environment. <laughs> go make y'all comments, y'all. <laughs> I want my MTV. I don't. I don't. I'm here for it. I'm not. Um, what I am here for this week You're is ugly anyway. <laughs> Shut your ass up. <laughs> what I am for here for this week is uh Carry On Washington Who? is I'm about to get I'm about to tell you. Carry On Washington is about to get to the real money. Come on out. Um if you are unfamiliar with who Carry On Washington is or his story, he this was a boy. I thought it was he, a girl. He's a boy. He is a boy. Okay. Mm. Shut my fat ass up. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's what he looks like. 
it, for those at home not being able to see my screen, um, look up Carry On, K E R R I O N, Washington. That's a cute spelling. It is it. cute. That's cute. It I is like cute. It. And he's cute on. too. So he was the team that was denied um, a job from Six Flags for having extreme dreadlocks. It was two people a day year denied he, he the was, job. Uh, at the, I'm like, this, six, this specific Six Flags. Yeah, Six Flags over Texas. <laughs> Crazy. Um. <clears throat> The he was so here's the deal. He was about to get hired, and then they saw him and they saw his dreadlocks and said that it was too extreme well, for the corporate policy. Corporate to work at Six Flags over Texas. Imagine me sweating my damn dreads out all summer long at a damn Six Flags, and I got to go get my hair retwisted. It's so, too much for you, girl. It's too much for me. These Texas temperatures. Carry on is 17 years old. <clears throat> Um, but he is definitely well on his way, like I said, to secure the bag at this point at 17. Because? Um, the story got to Dallas Morning News and was reported. And the uh, head of development for IMG Models saw the story and decided that he wanted to hire Carry On Washington as a model for the, or- for the agency. <laughs> Bitch. If you don't know IMG... Modeling agency They are responsible for Representing models like Chrissy Teigen And Kate Moss And now getting my dreads redone Is a business expense (laughs) So y'all thought y'all was going to play me For $6.75 an hour And now I get my dreads redone for free As a business expense (laughs) He has now booked his first photo shoot With IMG models And write this off He does not need the summer job at at Six Flags over Texas anymore My employer is paying for my hair to get did And he still has his locks So uh, I am absolutely motherfucking here for it When these corporations tell you that you are too black This is not fit into our mold You're not a fit for our culture Go someplace where you are a fit (laughs) Where you get your hair did for free? Because I, if I could find somebody to pay $20, dollars to get my hair done, and it be business write offs, you know what? I should see if for Ronald Matters I can get my hair did is the business. <laughs> Let me tell you, because I'm looking for a tax deduction. Me and Donald Trump, we gonna be competing for who paid the less taxes. It's still gonna be him. <laughs> <laughs> so. Again, the story was big. I like um, it. Get them text in Dallas, but now this is even bigger because um, Six Flags went to bat and saying, "Well, this is what our policy is." And even after his mama went and researched the policy, the policy didn't say anything explicitly about dreadlocks at the time. They went and reback. They went and made the policy say something about dreadlocks after they denied him employment, which is why it became a big story. But now the bigger story is. He's booked now. At 17, he's literally. an IMG model along the same booked. size of Chrissy Teigen and Kate Moss. Black, young, What am I doing? Man. What am I doing? Not enough. <laughs> uh, but I'm absolutely... I'm not booked alongside Kate... What? And Chrissy Teigen married to an EGOT winner. Ooh. What am I doing? I'm absolutely here for it. I that is my here for it. <laughs> Sweet. And so now we have come to our favorite part of the show It is our last call If you are unfamiliar with this show This is where we take a shot And talk about whatever our last call is So take a shot with us And this will be our last call Okay so mine Is a little bit sad 
Oh, well, let me go first. Okay. Nicki Minaj. Oh, girl. I'm like, because you're serious. Let me get my another voice about Nicki Minaj. And that's not serious at all. <laughs> all of a sudden, <clears throat> canceled her Jeddah World Fest performance in Saudi Arabia. She writes, Wow, I want nothing more to show my fans in Saudi Arabia. After educating myself on the issues, I believe it is important for me to make clear my support for the rights of women, the LGBT community, and the expression of freedom. And I was on the um, train ride home from the metro station, and I was like, okay, well, you know, I'm going to read the Nicki Minaj statement. And, and I saw LGBT, and I was like, that bitch ain't never claimed us in public like this. You know, it's a thing because, you know, Nicki Minaj, okay, so um, Post Orlando just happened. We expecting a statement from Nicki Minaj. And she was like, well, girl, my current single is this and um, what's what I have going on. I'm like, Nicki Minaj, uh, you did just tweet that, but you still have the opportunity within the next 24 hours to come back and say something about Post Orlando. Nicki Minaj did not have nothing to say about Post Orlando at the time. Three years after it, we still are here arguing for blood donations. Nicki Minaj ain't said nothing about Puss Orlando. Okay. But then also, I remembered when I was writing my notes for the show tonight. Then Nicki Minaj, um, it was World Pride like two weeks ago. And Nicki Minaj was like, um, she made a post where her wig was like, girl, what are you doing? This wig is not it. But the caption was like, oh... Reminiscing about my um gay pride performance in Atlanta ten years ago, and she said a whole bunch of nice things, and it was like two paragraphs. Um, clearly, she let her tenth grade English teacher um uh, read it and revise it before she posted it. But I'm glad and holding out hope, holding on to hope, amen. That um with this statement on Instagram and now pulling out of this performance in Saudi Arabia and referencing um, equality for the LGBT community then Nicki Minaj is on the right path to I'm pointing it to the stars in the future in the upper head. I'm pointing to like ooh Nicki Minaj will acknowledge that she has a platform she has a responsibility to do something with it so my last call is to Nicki Minaj because I remember back in 2006, 2007, and we were in Memphis, and I was like, oh my gosh, we need to go to Pride. We need to drive the six hours down because Nicki Minaj is out, and she, her new song, This, and we need to be there to support her because she's the next up-and-coming rapper in female rap in 2006 and 2007, didn't have nothing going on but Fergie and whatever she was singing with the Black Eyed Peas. Woo, deliver us from evil. So, my last call is to Nicki Minaj and the hope in her next era. She will do a campaign, a magazine shoot, or something to explicitly recognize her LGBT barbs, which is how we got Lil Nas X. <clears throat> well, hopefully y'all um, will convince Hope because... <laughs> Y'all not gonna what? convince me. Y'all not gonna convince what? me that the girl is anti-LGBT. Y'all okay. really are not. Okay. Um, I I think that people have put in, people have put a litany 
of lists upon what they want her to do to be pro LGBT and um she doesn't have to be an ally she doesn't have to be an advocate she has to be a rapper that's her job her job is not advocate or ally we would like for her to be an advocate or ally i would love for beyonce to come to my goddamn house tomorrow she ain't coming (laughs) so what are we putting these unrealistic lists and expectations out here for these people look to the uh, the actual allies and the actual advocates to do advocacy and allyship She's not that. She ain't never been that. She probably ain't never gonna be that. So why are we holding her to that candlestick? If somebody asked me to um, rate some pussy experience that I had um, this weekend, I'd be like, oh, girl, well, shit, shit. I'm shit out of luck. I ain't been in no vagina in a while. You can't expect that from me. My last call is to hope that Nicki Minaj <laughs> will be better uh, about what? recognizing her LGBT fans in the future. I like the words that she's posting on Instagram. We all convince hope. (laughs) And then press releases. But I hope she actually shows action. I'm just hoping that she... I'm hoping that she shows action. Well, y'all convince hope. Um, My last call is to Cameron Boyce, who was the Disney actor that uh, died yesterday. Um, He was very well known by a lot of generations that came behind me mm-hmm. for um, a lot of his roles in Disney shows and movies. He um, had a history of epilepsy, so we don't really know exactly what his cause of death they is. They said it was complications to due to some things that he had going on already. Yeah, we don't. But don't, I don't know what he had going nobody, on. Nobody so knows. I don't yet. know. He just died. Yeah, in his sleep. So... Um, we don't know what the complications were around his death, but we know that he's gone. Not with us anymore. And um, I wanted to make it my last call because I was seeing people of my generation and before me saying, oh, I don't know who that is. Oh, that doesn't matter. And What? Yeah, because they didn't know who it was. They didn't see so any did of his. Did he die in vain? I mean, like, well, it's not that he died in vain. It was just because it was. In, it seemed their statements. Wow. It seemed inconsequential to them. Yeah. But to audiences that are younger, uh, Cameron Boyce was Raven Simone to them. I will say if that the white girl from Cheetah Girls died, we still, we would be up here in shambles. Yeah, because she was supporting of all the Cheetah Girls. So if Raven Simone were to die today. People in my generation and probably the the generation right before me, mm-hmm. the, the generation after that, they they did, probably still don't know who Raven Simone is. No shade. Um, we would feel some type of way. Yeah, I love Raven Simone. I've met Raven Simone twice, and Raven Simone was a part of my Disney and Nickelodeon experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Cameron Boyce is the exact same thing for, for them for this generation behind us mm-hmm. and even younger. Like these kids are distraught and fucked up that they lost somebody that they looked uh, up to and looked that was up to twenty and, years and old and had a budding career. Years old. And so I think it's important for us to allow space for um, people that have different experiences than us to mourn without us being petty or. Um, Dismissive. So even though you ain't never seen a Cameron Boyce movie, don't mean you gotta throw shade because you ain't never seen it and these girls are crying 
no, have empathy because this could be one of your faves. This 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 person, this man was clearly impactful to a lot of people and to be dismissive of his death is an embarrassment to you. Not an embarrassment to his leg- legacy because his legacy is why people are mourning his death. And so my last call is to Cameron Boyce. Rest in peace, rest in power. Um Hopefully his fans are able to heal in peace. I just can't tell you what would happen to me if Lizzie McGuire died when I was 20. Okay. Or if Eva Stevens died when I was 20. Shit, let alone Haley. I'll take <laughs> Haley? Haley Duffy died? I'll be out here. Let me N- tell you. Hillary Duffy? Hillary Duff. Duffy. What did I call, I call her? You Duffy? call Hillary Duffy. I'm like, Hillary Duff. <laughs> Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> oh, Duffy was Doofy from... Um, he was the officer doofy oh that was problematic damn (laughs) shit that's why I can't watch that movie no more woo legend icon honestly this is here for a podcast follow the show Problematic podcast. Uh, follow us on Instagram, on Twitter at Here for a Pod. Uh, make sure you get over to our Patreon if you would like to subscribe um, to our Patreon for at least one dollar a month and keep this show going. Mm-hmm. We will be back next week. We promise. Arrest- I am the Superman. T H E S U P A M A N. Arrest that book. We got the charges. Now we just got to get the arrest did. Kill that book. We got to get the conviction did. I mean, there's still some more, pro- some more processes. <laughs> <laughs> that was my Memphis. Um, but follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters and of course RonaldMatters.com. Check out our merch. We have merch here for shop.com. Um, get updates on what we're doing with the podcast, things you're not seeing on the podcast um, at hereforitpod.com. And um, Superman wants to tell y'all something. Take your Chuvada and protect Haley Bailey at all costs. Bye.